Repitch. Repitch. Aren't you going to end up using that one? No, don't use that. <laughs> hey, welcome to another pit. Shoot. We're not, I'm keeping that in. You'll just right. go. <laughs> well, I can edit that out. No, we're not editing it out. There we go on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm cutting it out. What? I'm, I'm the one who's doing that editing. Anyway, no, it, so. it looks in. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Repitch. I'm David. I'm Richard. Uh, so Repitch is where we uh, I, we just said this and I forgot where we, we review, review, react to, and redo movies. Yeah. Um, now this is our tenth episode. So we're doing something a little bit special today. Yes. So you want to kind of fill them in on what we're doing, Richard? Yeah. Um, today it's a special little episode called the Gauntlet, where in this, in a little tiny cup that I found randomly, we have a bunch of movies out. Some movies that I picked out, some movies that Tuxin picked out. We know of these some, and there's some wildcard movies that the other person doesn't know about. And what what's going to happen today is that each of us are going to pick out a movie. We're going to talk about it for a little bit. Maybe our reactions, not reaction, yeah, react to it, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And whoever picked that card or the name, it has five minutes to pitch a better version of that movie. So do we have any uh, little ground rules? Like um, how many are we going to do and like things uh, like that? We'll do this for a couple minutes. I don't know. No time limit. Uh, no, no. We'll stop like 20, maybe 30 minutes max. Oh, okay. So there's not a movie. We're not going to do like three each or like, you know, we're just going to go as We're going to just go ahead right away. We're right. going to pick a movie, then talk about it and re- react to it. All right. Um, ground rules. Maybe we'll do, I'll, we'll give each other one pass. One pass? One all pass. Right, all right. That's fair. And maybe for fun, the last movie we'll pitch, we'll try to pitch a good movie together. We've never done that before. Let's see if we can try doing it as a team. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, all right, David. So, actually, who's going first? You want you want to do the honors? Sure, I'll go first, David. So the first movie that we're gonna re-pitch, I'm gonna re-pitch is this is one movie. Oh, it's a movie I picked. Yo, Star Wars: A New Hope. Star Wars. All right. All Yo, right. I really did not want to pick this one. Star Wars: A New Hope. It's a classic movie. <laughs> it's mean, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. How like, am I gonna re-pitch Star Wars? A better is, version of this. How is this gonna work? How How are you gonna do this one? Yo, this is my past. I can't do this movie. It's my favorite. <laughs> the first one is the past. Okay. You, you know, like one of the early memories you have of childhood. I remember yeah. watching this with my my father. Like on the what's the giant DVD, the giant CD things. Uh, like laserdisc. Laserdisc. Like yeah. we watched that at home before there's DVDs, before there's VHSs or while available. Like I remember watching this in laserdisc. So no, I can't. <laughs> this is. I think honestly, A New Hope is one of the most perfect movies out there. And maybe the only thing I'll take out is a trash can scene. When they were stuck in that trash can trying oh, to escape, yes, and yes. just for like ten minutes, it's just like, why are they, uh, like they're trying to fight this ant monster that's in the trash can compactor? <laughs> no, nah, this is my pass. All right, <laughs> I all can't. Right, all right, all right. You go, David. All right, let's see what we got here. I put a movie in there that I know you'll hate. Well, let's see if I pick it. I know. Oh, I got the movie I picked. Terminator Two. Ooh, Dave, we just talked about this a little yeah. while ago. Oh man. So, yeah, so obviously we dis- we like all we pick mainly good movies. For of this course, one. This, yeah, <laughs> it's harder to repitch. All right, so do you like the first movie better or the second one? 
I definitely like the second one better because this was to me Terminator Two was Terminator One for me. Oh yeah, same same for me too. So, uh, hmm, trying to repitch this one. Here, Dave, I have a a timer set. Let me know whenever you're ready. You have five minutes on the clock. All right, ready. So, just to kind of recollect my thoughts on this, what is this? The timer's gone, Bora. We got two Terminators coming back from the past because one was sent from. Sent by John Connor. Uh, they got to kill Sarah Connor because she's. They're trying to kill John Connor. This... Oh, they're trying to kill John Connor. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Dang it. This is. Ah, dang. This is hard. But all right. Here goes nothing. So. Oh, let me, let me restart the clock. I feel bad. All right. Oh. Yeah, five minutes is kind of. Exactly. No, it's... this is like an elevator pitch. You're stuck in a bus and you got to pitch this to someone. Alright, All right, go. So Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I would definitely Alright, let's keep the time travel aspect of it. You know, I mean, that's the main core of the movie. Yeah, I yeah. can't, can't really do much about that. The whole ju- the whole aspect behind Judgment Day. Um let's make it so All right, all right. Then let's. Uh, I, I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for it, but I would take out Sarah Connor. Wow, really? And okay. Make this a little bit. So I know the whole thing was like John Connor being a kid connecting with Schwarzenegger, but let's make John Connor a little bit older. Like he's already, he's on the verge of becoming this adult. Like, adult, and he's he's an intellectual. He understands the robotics and everything. That's, okay, you know, so he's what, 18, 19, maybe twenty years old. Yeah, so like he's like a university kid. Oh, interesting. Who's studying to become like um, you know robotics or like some type of computer science guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he's also. No, I don't want to say like Mark Zuckerbergish, but like he's on, he's like on the lazier side because he knows he can do this stuff. Oh, so it's easy for so, him. So it's easy for him, but he's also on the verge of failing out of school. Um, and then that's where we get. This is hard. The, the liquid, liquid Terminator. Yeah, I forget his name. I have no idea what his name is either. Yeah, the so, bad one. The bad one. I forget, yeah, yeah. Uh, is he the same actor? Oh yeah, I guess. Are we gonna do this in recent time or like this era or past era? Let's go. Let's bring it back to when it when it came out. When it came out, yeah, we'll keep the same actor for him. Um, definitely got to keep Schwarzenegger. I think Schwarzenegger as Terminator just it's iconic. Yeah, yeah, you can't change that. He's in every single Terminator movie. Yeah, <laughs> like the when you say Terminator, you can't think of anybody else. No, anymore. for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll. Keep that whole aspect where, um, that like like I said, keep the time travel aspect. He comes back in time. John Connor's learning the beginning to see the or like he's gonna be. Oh, the doors start to open to him about the whole aspect behind Skynet, Skynet and, Skynet and, and like the future, what is coming. Uh-huh. Like I think. I would make this timeline a little bit closer to the actual future that they're going to see. Oh, so it's about, to, it's, so it's like Terminator so like, 3. Yeah, so like, um, 
you see on the news in this era where like they're yeah, they're, they're about to be, they're about to release like you know like the first Terminator or like they're talking about it on the news and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. So like it's a little bit closer to the whole like Judgment Day. Judgment Day, um, and so keep the whole same aspect where um, Liquid Terminator comes out trying to kill John Connor. All right. Um, much older John Connor. Um, from the future, that's from, a yeah. From the future, decides to send over Schwarzenegger Terminator, mm-hmm. and even a minute and a half. <laughs> I can't. I can't really change much else. From I know it's that. hard. It's, what's the What's the grab? What's the What do you call it? Uh, what makes this better than the second one? It sounds like pretty much Terminator Three. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This I'm trying to think of what it makes <laughs> this better. What? Oh, this is so stressful. I'm sorry, it man. Is, it is. Um, hmm. What is the what's the hook? What is the hook? What makes this different? All right. Uh, you know what? I don't like the other f- movies. Let's end it all here. Let's, oh, this is the last. This of is it. gonna be the last. Like oh my he's goodness. gonna save the world right now, and there's gonna be no, no need for other Terminator movies. Yeah, that's crazy. So this is like a all right. How so like this is gonna be his the last hurrah, or like the only hurrah. So how does he end it all? So he's. Let's just say he's able to take down Skynet for some like somehow some way, or okay. he's able to infiltrate it to the point where he's able to. So he stops Doomsday. He stops. The, he stops just, Judgment Day. All right. So. Quick refresher though, what like Judgment Day was what what happened like uh, they just get wiped out? No, basically what happens the is the Skynet connects to the internet and the internet what do you call it? Yeah, five three seconds left. Uh, basically, it launches a bunch of nuclear bombs across the nations and like everyone gets destroyed and like only a few survive. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. so pretty much what happens is Skynet connects to the military and yeah, game over. All right, then yes, let's make it so that he. He saves that. There's no need for Judgment Day, or like this is like the end for him. All right. Like he, yeah, he just takes down Skynet in this movie. Down. All right. Save us from all the other sequels. Okay. I mean, that is very compelling. That that we would not see any more sequels because I don't think there was a better sequel than Terminator Two. Right. Huh. That was. I, I'm gonna admit that was a pretty easy way out, though. It. it, 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 it. <laughs> So in our rating system, it's red light, green light. You know, like would we give it a go or red light? Nah, David, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a red light. Fair, fair. It's hard. I'm, I'm, I, I, as you're doing this, I realize like, yo, this is not that easy. No, it's definitely not, especially with these kind of movies. I know. Like, I mean, I was, I was, I'm gonna have fun with it. All right, my right. turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pick a good one. Oh 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 oh. Oh, I found one. Oh, this is. I think this is. Oh, it's a written one. It's a wild card one. Wild card. What is it? Oh shoot! What'd you get? What'd I wrote get? this one down. <laughs> it's, just, it's Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zootopia is a great movie. It is a good one. I will. So yeah, what? Which? Uh, Yo, there's nothing on? bad about this movie. <laughs> this is a like. This is a great movie. This is like. It talks about social issues in a non-pandering, corny way characters are great like judy hops like that and like it's an amazing movie i wish i did i wish i still had my past because i love this movie so much <laughs> utopia no past for you no pass how would i redo this 
Yeah, this is so stressful. Hold on. Can you... Oh, I, let me... Give me a second. You can keep oh, time yes, for yes, me. Yes, yes. Right, I'm giving I'm giving David a timer. Zootopia, all right? I'm going to pitch it for you. All right, let me know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Let's go. So Judy Hopps, same character, uh-huh. but she is not raised in a house full of bunnies. Instead, what happens is she's raised in the city, in the ghettos, with a bunch of, uh, let's see, wolves or some like canover cannibalist animals say let's say um, wolves right so she's like Mowgli uh, kind of like Mowgli-ish yeah but like she she grew she grows up in this tough neighborhood tough environment okay and okay. so the you know how the whole um first movie it's about what do you call it can like social issues like are wild people like wild are these wild dangerous animals like staying wild like like you know like discrimination right, yes, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of what the whole first movie is about right my movie would be about how the world looks down at not that it looks down at ghettos, but like how this environment, this culture, it just it's a place of just defeat and just sadness. Why am I making a kids movie so sad? Like, it, like the ghettos <laughs> is not a place where people can get out of. It's just like a pla- like a like a dumpster of hopelessness. Like, okay. like not, even the people say, "Oh, we'll help you." Like people running for candidates or like mayor. Like you see that. Like Judy Hopps growing up, she's a bunny full of house full of wolves. Uh-huh. She knows she doesn't belong, but she wants to like be in that culture. There's a bunch of other wild animals, crocodiles, okay. bears around her. Those are her best friends, and she's trying her best to be a cop in this neighborhood even though people don't believe her but instead of like living in a farmhouse she's not like shocked by this but she knows what this culture's like and what her plan is is that hey let me try to shed, shed some light then i want to bring justice into my neighborhood show the world that this is not a bad place that this is actually and like there, there's good stuff about this there's families being raised here there's culture here there's music here okay because i feel like and I'm gonna like bring up to the aspects of people like in uptown, people in like con- like the Connecticut or like the nicer areas of the Zootopia universe, where like they look down in these ghettos, and like you see the Judy Hops and the neighborhoods like worried because their neighborhood is being identified. <laughs> these okay. corporations are taking and buying apartments, kicking people out, making them homeless to make new rich areas, and it's kind of the sadness. Like culture is being destroyed, and just like kind of like bring that plight like oh like and like you see judy hobbs arguing and fighting for her neighborhood as a cop and as a bunny saying that hey like what you guys are doing here is not good but like you see like she's having conversations and like debates with like the whole candidates and you see the person that she's fighting this whole time is the mayor okay yeah and the mayor the mayor's whole job is that he wants to like make this town make his city beautiful and he sees the ghettos where judy hop lives mm-hmm. as like the scum of it and his he wants to get rid of it all okay it's kind of like hey arnold the first the movie oh <laughs> have you okay. seen hey arnold oh, yeah, 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 yeah that corporation right. trying to all like right. take or just destroy the houses and make a giant shopping mall or something okay very similar to that he wants to industrialize like and i want to what do you call it make the mayor like relatable so the mayor he also lived in the ghettos but his mother was killed from okay. a gun robbery all right. so he, his goal was that he hates it because he believes that because of that neighborhood it cannot be saved the only way to save that neighborhood is to wipe it out start new okay 
So they're fighting, but what the neighbor is neighborhood what the mayor is doing is very scummy. What he's doing is hiring gangsters, hiring people to destroy pe- protesters to like get involved and show like wreak havoc downtown in the ghetto, saying that look at this place, like there's violence here. We need to stop this. We need to get rid of this. Okay. And this help Judy Hop is a whole trail, this mystery of what's happening, what's going on. And she has a partner, which is a news reporter, and she and the news reporter is what animal is a good news reporter? That'd be hilarious. Uh, I don't know. What's my favorite animal? Like a giraffe or something. <laughs> or even a fox. Like, yeah, something interesting. And like they're they're partnering together to unravel this scheme, this plot that this mayor is having. It's okay. it's not as it's not as subtle as Zootopia, but I think even now today, I think it has a bigger impact. Like it could be good. So it would be released. I, Today? Mean, I guess Zootopia yeah. wasn't that far off, but like no, it, it came be... out two. It came out two thousand sixteen, so it'll yeah. be like nowish, yeah. So, all right, same, yeah, same voice actors, I guess. I don't know, but that's my pitch, and I have thirty seconds, thirty seconds left, David. What? Nice, nice. <laughs> so, what do you seems... think about my pitch that involves racial tensions and culture and cultural? What do you call it? Yeah. Um. I guess it really depends on how the animation comes out, how you do I'm, it. I imagine it's the same thing though. Like my story alone, story alone. That's that's how we that's the whole plot of our podcast. If we're going just story alone, it's kinda heavy for kids to kind of Oh, it is kind of heavy. My bad. So <laughs> I forget gonna, the kids. I'm gonna have to give that a red light for oh, the kids. Oh balls. For the kids. It's a good story. It's a good story. Right? Maybe, but oh. if we're doing this for the if Zootopia, if we're keeping this in the context of Zootopia is a kids movie. That is my problem. I was not being subtle enough. This is <laughs> this is definitely not a kid's. I mean, it could be. I think the way I pitched that's it was why, definitely that's, Yeah, I mean, that's why I said, like, uh, it depends on how, like, you portray it, how it comes I, out. I involved gang violence, too. That's yeah. not a good thing. And yeah. Mayor got shot? No, yeah. Mayor's mom? No. I yeah, I would give that. myself a red light, yeah. too. My bad. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good pitch. Wrong, wrong audience. Yes, yes. But, uh, I like that story. It's basically Hey Arnold, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Except with zoo animals. All right. Your turn, David. My turn. Let's give this a nice... Nice stir. Stir. Shake. All right. What is this? What do we have Oh, it's a mo- It's my, one of my movies. Ah. The Matrix. The Matrix. Oh, my goodness. The first one. That's, that's the one I was thinking oh, of. This is another tough one. Yeah. Dang. How do I do this? How do I do this? Let me know when you want to start. I, you know what I think you should do? I think Will Smith should be Neo <laughs> in this alternative <laughs> universe. <laughs> was Will Smith auditioned for it or was he was casted to be? He was ca- He was the first person that I think they sought after. To be Neo. Yeah. But he turned it down for Wild Wild West. Which is a great choice, sarcastically, <laughs> that I'm saying. Um, hmm. All right, let me gather your thoughts. Yeah, like 20 seconds to gather my thoughts. I mean, what are some things you didn't enjoy about the movie? I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed everything about this it's movie. It's a revolutionary movie. Like, like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. What's real or what's not real? Am yeah. I in the Matrix or not? Exactly. <laughs> like, I remember watching it after after I watched it when I was a kid. I was like, oh, no. It's like. <laughs> Existential crisis. This, yeah, right? it's like, this, this is not real. This is not real. This oh, my gosh. Uh, hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I would use my use your skip, bro. You got the skip. 
right, yeah, I'm gonna have to skip this. All one, right, all the right. first one is that was like down hands down classic. All right, sounds good. All right, I'll go again then. You skipped. skipped. Mm-hmm. Oh, this what is this? Oh, it looks handwritten. I think you wrote this one. Yo, that's so messed up. Iron Giant. This oh, is another classic. That is a classic. Oh man, that's just, yeah. I think it's one of. I think I've heard this before. I've seen it. Like Iron Giant is like a perfect Superman movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. It, it is very good. This is one of my favorite anime. Me too. Anime like movies. I love, I love the animation, the story. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious, but slightly dark at the same time. It has that classic movie of giant monsters, and oh my gosh, you're such a jerk! <laughs> How did you just? I, I made David audience members. I just made audience. I made I made David just write this down as soon as he got here. But I don't know. This is a good one. Uh, how am I gonna pinch a better version of Iron Giant? Oh, I got, it. I got it. You got it. I got it. So, ready, set, go. So, Hogarth. I'm pretty sure that's his name, the main yeah, character. Yeah. Single parent, single uh, child of a single mother that's working yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. But he he's a he's kind of a good kid in this movie. Mm-hmm. But in my my movie, he's not that great of a kid. He's skipping school, he's always getting in trouble, he's acting out, okay. he's missing that kind of father figure person or that purpose in life. He sees that his mom is struggling, he doesn't know what to do, he feels guilty all the time, and he's just acting out because you know he doesn't feel like he has a place in this world. Mm-hmm. So he's hanging out with his friends in the woods. They're um, they're doing something illegal, trying to make some quick money. I don't know, stealing. Let's say they're they're at a nice, rich white neighborhood, and they're stealing um, rims off cars. And uh, cops see them, and they're running in the woods. They're running into the woods. I'm running away. The friends abandon him. Hogar trips, rolls down a hill, and he stumbles upon this like crevice, this hole, and he he doesn't know what's going on. And he he's he gets knocked out. It's not till morning he wakes up. He sees that he's in this hole. He can't get up, and he's trying to like try to figure himself out how to get out of here. And he he's feeling dirt all around. But all of a sudden he feels this wall thingy that's metal. And he mm-hmm. doesn't understand what it is. He's clinking on it. He's knocking on it. Eventually, he see he makes it out that it turns out to be this face of this iron giant, mm-hmm. and he wakes it up. Okay. So he wakes up this I I'm I am pitching this in top of my head. Let's see where it goes, man. <laughs> so he wakes it up. It kind of has his naivete, this babyness. He doesn't understand what's going on. Right. But it's not as big as our Iron Giant in the movie. Okay. We'll say like I I imagine this Iron Giant in the original movie is like what ten stories tall, maybe bigger. Like he's he's like Godzilla. Size. He's Godzilla size. So I want him to be like half that like more than half that size like he's big right. but he's like what what, is, what how big is he in comparison he's like, like 20 feet so he's more like he's easy to hide but he's still huge so he's kind of more like yeti kind of like yeah yeti like biggish he's like like snowman exactly exactly and like hogarth is amazed by this like what's going on and his first inclination is like, I have like a giant, like, and the Iron Giant and him have a bond. He's like, I'm gonna use this Iron Giant to like, like get through mischiefs and like get some money so I can help support my family. But as he's doing this, the Iron Giant doesn't like what he's doing. He's quite, not questioning, but Iron Giant, same here, can't talk in my movie. And he's like, what's going on? Like he doesn't like what he's doing. He knows what he's doing is guilty. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor is, um, is a friend of the mother's. Friend of him is like, hey, like. 
I see like he's surprised by this giant iron giant. He's like, what's going on here? Like, why why are you like putting your mother through this stuff? And this kind of conflict, right? Like, you know, like you're not helping your mother by bringing cash home. Like, what you're doing is making it worse and harder for herself. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that Hogarth is like heartbroken. Like, yo, like this is bad. What do I do? And then because I don't know, he's like fiddling around with the iron giant. It sends out this beacon or the signal. Okay. And other iron giants come in, and a whole invasion comes of iron giants. Oh, <laughs> and it's okay. kind of this giant fight and battle. Interesting. So it's against like the army, the military base. They're close to a military base versus what do you call it? All this armada that's coming in, and other iron giants fighting. Mm-hmm. The Hogarth, the main character's iron giant, some for some reason isn't bad. We don't really know why he's helping because he he's fight trying to fight, trying to help. He doesn't understand what's going on. It's kind of like iRobot. Exactly. It's kind of like iRobot. And what happens is that he realizes the only way for them to sit, it's the same plot as the second, first, the, the original movie, he needs to destroy the main ship. Oh, okay. It kind of shoots out a beacon. It's their energy source, basically. Right, right. And the only way for them to do that is if the Iron Giant goes there with a missile and, like, sacrifices himself, like, kind of like a kamikaze and kill himself. Oh, okay. And Hogarth is like, no, why are you doing this? Like, no, let's just run away. If we run away, hide enough. Let's just f- figure out yourself. But the Iron Giant, Giant finally speaks for the first time after all this while saying no. Like, what does he say? He needs to say something profound. Like, we are Groot. <laughs> He's saying that, no, like, I need to do what's right. And what's right is not always easy. Okay. And he, he kills himself. Their martyr is gone. They're all shut down. And they're safe for the first time. And that's my pitch with 15 <laughs> seconds left, David. Yeah. Okay. All it's right. not as gritty, but I don't think an Iron Giant's really a kid's movie. I feel like it's a PG-13 movie. Mm, that's like... That's Giant Guns. I'm pretty sure it's like PG-13. PG what? The, the original? The original. The original was PG. PG? All yeah. right. So mine's PG-ish. <laughs> uh, Red light, green light. What do you think of my pitch, David? Uh, hmm. I don't know to be honest like I I I would give it a green light but I oh. am leaning towards the red light. Oh, uh, so like it's like a pity green light. All right, fine Dave, I see how it is. Why? Why why is your what's your hesitation? Just cuz it's like I mean, I don't know. It's cuz we I'm I'm I keep thinking of the original. Yeah. And just the way the original just kind of like maybe how it, it I don't know. It it's very different, and I I don't know if that. So with the original, um, you know what made it good and great is like that connection between Hogarth and the Iron Giant, and yeah. the way the Iron Giant was had that level of compassion for you know animals and, and like humankind. Even though mine was... too, he didn't want to commit crime. <laughs> he didn't want to rub raw people, <laughs> but that's different. But then you brought in the whole Armada thing, and uh, it's just I was like. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be that's that's cool, but it's like I don't know if it fits into the whole original aspect. But I guess you know that's the whole point of this. We're not supposed to. Is it supposed to be different? It's supposed to be different. All right, I'll give you the green for this. Nice, thank you for your pity green light. I love it. <laughs> All right, David. Last one is you. You have no skips. Whatever you choose, you have to pitch. All right. Let's see what we got. 
what you got. I really wish you get the one that I wrote down for you. Dang it. Oh, my. This is a tough one, too. What is it? Eternal Sunshine. Oh, you wrote that one. It's the Jim Carrey Eternal Sunshine on the Spot Spine. Yeah. To be honest, David, I don't. I didn't like that movie that much. You didn't like it. I like. I like the plot of Jim Carrey. Like the whole plot of the movie is Jim Carrey is trying to erase this girl out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's not a subplot, but there's another thread where Elijah Wood is purposely doing this so he gets to know this girl more, like the girl that Jim Carrey likes. And I, I didn't really like Elijah Wood in this movie. And there's oh, a whole another yeah. story of like the doctor that's doing this and the girl that he's with. And I'm like, it's kind of like loses his focus away from that true okay i see your point on that like, but then like the whole i the, the whole concept behind it i i that's why i love it just the whole because for me this was the breakup movie yeah it's a great breakup movie it, like it's like be literally taking the whole aspect of you just want to forget everything that you yeah. went through and mm. like there's finally a way and a source for you to be able to do that and like they able to tap into that and like yeah. you could see how it goes about but then like it draws into the whole aspect of like you know even though you go through the bad that you know it's still good yeah it's like, worth keeping right the yeah. memories that's what gives you lets you become and become like a better a better or, yeah. version of you or like the next steps of you and mm. then like the ending part of it where it's kind of a little ambiguous where um jim carrey and the Win- girl uh, the winona writer N- no definitely not is that Win- not winona writer well go on what about them um they i mean they end up being becoming uh they come back together again. yeah they, you don't you don't know how they end up together right and then at the end of that they realize what had happened you know they get revealed about like what what they went through and like how they both like decided to forget go through this memory loss thing and and then at the very end of it they're like what if you know what if we just end up being the same Mm. and then jim carrey's just like so what like we'll we'll just we'll figure it out you know we'll just let life be you know you know like we'll We'll just do it yeah and i was just like ah all right that's life that is life it's kate winslet kate winslet yeah yeah right they do look very similar. They have that scrunchy face. Yes. The mousy face. All right, man. <sighs> you read, <laughs> you read, is there anything about the movie that you're not a big fan of? I wasn't a fan of. I just thought, what's the name? Elijah Wood was super creepy the whole time. No, yeah, you're right. He was creepy. He but was so, I think that... I don't think he needed it. He didn't need it, but I think that kind of painted a picture of also just like People, th- I didn't. Other I, people out there who were kind of like taking advantage, taking advantage. I, mean, I prefer like the whole idea of like Jim Carrey. Like I thought it'd be better if Jim Carrey was going to this and halfway through he's like, wait, no, like I love these wait, members. Wait, 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 oh, don't, don't pitch it. Oh, don't, don't pitch it. My bad. Pitch I always it after try. my pitch. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to take your okay, idea. You're right. You're right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Audience, the first time David kind of yelled at me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right david are you ready uh no but hold on right, i'll give you a hot second all right um hmm. maybe for these pitches these gauntlets imagine that movie that came out that like this never came out this is the first pitch of this movie ever ah uh, true so when, okay, when i'm judging it i am not judging it in comparison because i feel like there's no way we're gonna pitch a better version 
but I'm gonna see if I like your movie enough to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should that'll be a new rule, a certified right, rule. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's hard. Like I think my Iron Giant pitch was not great, but good enough. But yeah, <laughs> I'm still salty. I'm thinking my Zootopia pitch was great too. I do agree. It's too gritty. <laughs> not that gritty. That was a little. Yeah, that was a little too dark for kids. All my pitches are dark, man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta remember that one's for kids, though. Yeah. I know. I, I can't wait. Because I'm going to talk about Frozen a couple of weeks from now. and Yeah, come on. Don't be is it going to be dark? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> Everyone just freezes. All right. All right. All right uh, let me know uh, when you're ready, David. Let's try this. You ready? Yep. All right. So Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, hmm. All right. So I think, you know, like, uh, All right, so Jim Carrey is going through a breakup. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, man, I, I definitely want to still go with the whole um, concept of, like, extracting out all the bad memories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to keep that core idea, yeah, the one that makes it special? Yeah. So what's going on then? What? What? Why is Jim Carrey trying to get rid of this memory? Let's see. Um, the more I think about it, the more, it's like it's not any different at all. To it's be not. honest, yeah. Like it's hard to pitch a new idea because this one is like, because like I'm trying to, you know, I would just plug in aspects of my own. Do it then. Relationship and let's hear it. Up, you know, like just going through all the difficulties in a relationship about you know long distance. All right, let's make it long distance. Interesting. Long okay. distance relationship. You know, um, it starts off as you like. You know that honeymoon phase. Mm. Um, you go. All right, let's okay. So I I think I'll do it like that a little bit. Definitely. Let's go backwards. Okay. Like a Benjamin Button type of thing. You start off with Jim Carrey wanting to go through this whole extraction because he just remembers the immediate bad things that happened. And All right. So you go through the whole long distance where, like, you guys meet up, where the two people are, you know, meet up, you know, connect, uh, and all that. But that, towards the end of the relationship, it becomes fractured because of trust levels are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Um, paranoia, maybe. Paranoia, uh, and just communication gets broken. Um, Ooh. Okay. And the commitment level just starts to sink. Oh my gosh, David, this is coming from a raw place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh man, we all been there. If you've been in a long distance relationship, um, it gets hard. It gets tough. It gets tough. All right. And then on, on top of that, it just you get to a point where it doesn't. You kind of don't. You get stagnant. You don't, uh, you don't really care. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's hard to say you don't care, but like, yeah, that's what it ends up. It becomes like, like a chore. Yeah, 
um, where it's just like, oh man, I have to call her. Or like, this is know, what I, we have to do. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, so yeah, I, I think for this, I, uh, I would just stick to the whole relationship aspect, uh, not, not involve outside characters or anything. It would just be All right. between them, between the two main characters. Can you talk um, a little bit closer to the mic, Dave, oh, just in case? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, but as he goes, as he starts to extract all of these memories, um, starting off with the recent, more recent bad, mm -hmm. he gets towards the middle, and then he starts remembering what made it good, you know? All right. Uh, all of that. Uh, at the end of it, though, let's make it so that they... They don't get back together. That's that never oh, happens. So he never meets up with her. Never, yeah, never okay. meets up with her again. He's just kind of at a point where he accepts it. He's like, he's okay. He's like, all right, you know, like he's okay with what's what's gonna happen next. He um, they they never meet up again. There's no none of that second chance or like you know fate type of thing. It's just kind of more like real. He's just like, all right, you know, I gotta remember that this this and this and this but some parts of it were me you know okay interesting so a little more real i um, guess a little more blue valentine-ish oh that movie was heartbreaking that was that was the most real movie I, yeah like, it was too real but yeah that's that's my that was my pitch oh man oh wow you know david honestly I'll give that a blue. I'll give that a, I said blue light. I'll give that a green light. I feel like they came from a real place. That like fill it out here and there, but like I think that's good. No, no, like villain like Elijah Wood trying to. Like, no, no, none of that. Just it's straightforward. Like, just straightforward. I think. It, I think the whole movie. I think would have to deal with the person, person mm. going through that, and like how do you deal with that? How do you come up with it? Are you gonna? Are you willing to accept the bad things that you did? Are you willing to move on? Move on and yeah. like, you know, like learn from it? Are you willing and like be able to still keep the good memories that you were able to make? No, I like that. It's a lot more streamlined. I thought the Eternal Sunshine had like not too many characters, but it was a little bit messy. I'm like, oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna know more about the doctor and his relationship with his assistant. Like like yeah. no, like I want to focus more on Elijah, Wood, not Elijah, Wood, uh, Jim Carrey. Right. Uh, no. I like I like that you kept Jim Carrey. Like that, he's a silly man in Ace Ventura, but that man can act. No, he's very underrated. He's I, a great I will actor. Say that I think comedic actors are no, but yeah. yeah, they're the they can be the best. It's the hardest thing, but it's like there's always a saying where like serious actors a lot of times can't show comedy. Right. But comedy is all about timing exactly and exactly. like because comedy actors like know timing they know when to like act and like all that stuff like they got it like who's a good example jim carrey adam sandler sometimes <laughs> I, i'll give him i i think he can act i he's just he chooses not to oh i think he's just yeah i don't know what the heck is his mentality he, i think he just enjoys doing the other movies yeah because like you i mean i mean granted it's he has one very very good movie on his resume one punch drunk love i'm I saying like seen. good good like oh like oh critically i think he has like a good, lot of great movies that are not uh, yeah i mean like claimed. like acting wise acting wise i'm sh no these are terrible movies like my favorite movies about him like they would never win awards <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah see i mean i'm sure he has like other like fun movies i, oh, I yeah. enjoy his movies like don't get me wrong 
but like critically acclaimed where his like acting really showcased it he's uh, I, he's got like one on his resume yeah who um, who would uh who would be your love interest in your internal sunshine of the spotless mind would you keep that title <laughs> it's a long title yeah why not i'll, uh-huh. give, I'll give it the what credit. does it mean eternal sunshine in the spotless mind is it like his mind and that sunshine? I don't know what the heck that means, but go on. Like, I guess it's like the parts where we don't think about and like there's always a bright side to it. Interesting. Hmm. That's profound, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's just uh, out of my butt. Oh, uh, ew. <laughs> All right. I mean, we, we pitched a bunch of movies. I think that'll be the end of the gauntlet. I'll save these for next time. Maybe episode 20 or when we get bored at 25 or 15. I mean, like, David, we're double digits, baby. Double oh, digits. Double digits. Yeah, welcome. Right. Yeah. As I said that 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we'll keep, we'll do the gauntlet again next time. Are we going to do one for fun? One for fun together? Yes. All right, David. You ready for this? Let's, uh, let's I'll pick, see what we got. I'll pick it out. Do the honors. I'm trying, for, I'm trying to remember what movies we put in here. Oh, it's my movie. What is this? Oh, shoot. What is this? It's white chicks. <laughs> oh my gosh. What what let me white Oh man. All right. First thing I will say is we're keeping Terry Crews. Oh yes. We he he is great. We can't change that. David, is this movie culturally appropriate to be made today? No, we'd have to go back in time for this one. It's, we'd um, have to release yeah. it during, when was it? 2000, 2004. 2004, yeah, we got to stick to 2004. Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans. Yeah, <laughs> Marlon, yeah. Oh, David, this is a, I think this movie is hilarious, but I would never admit to anyone that I love this, this is a, I don't know, David. I told, I, I really wanted you to repitch this one. Because <laughs> I'm like, how? what is David going to pull out of his butt? Uh, let's see for this one. Uh, maybe it'd be like a murder mystery a murder mystery yeah give it a little bit of seriousness but a little bit of funniness at the same time okay uh, so I, is it still these is, is these two cops they <laughs> they dress up in white as a like a white person's face and like they impo- impose themselves they 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 go undercover as these two um, oh yeah two white girls yeah white chicks that they, into this like because they're part of. Are you are you giving the pitch? I mean, are you the synopsis, the, the actual movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, What's yeah. The actual so, synopsis. I don't know. So Marlon Brothers are going undercover to the Wilson to, sisters. The Wilson sisters as like witness protection or something like that. Um, oh, from a kidnapping plot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I I remember everything, but the plot was fun. Like the side characters is great. The comedy was funny. The story Except, itself, like the story itself, was pretty like. You know, uh-huh. straightforward. It's, it was not like, you know, nothing crazy. It's It was all the comedy aspect of it that made this movie as great as it was. Interesting. Maybe, well, maybe um, the white chicks, the, the Wilson sisters, uh-huh. one of their, uh, maybe their family member is suspected of being a murderer. But because he's so high up in the, like, the social chain, like he's not, he's never convicted. Mm. and maybe uh their like mutual partner or friends were killed and he's like no we're gonna go undercover we're gonna nail this guy so they dress oh 
Yeah, let's make this into like a. You ever seen Face Off with John? Travolta? Yes, Face. I, I love that movie. Yes, yes. With Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. It's like Audi- two people who like the most over the top actors. Yeah. In the most trying to <laughs> overact each other as each other. It's amazing. So something similar to that. Let's let's go with that. How about that? What do you think? Oh that? wait. So how about the Marlins, bro, bro, the brothers? Yeah. They're face offing. They're they're into they are um the Wayne brothers the sorry. Wayne brothers I don't, I don't Marlon. Marlon's one of them well, He's my one bad of the I don't know man the Wayne brothers <laughs> I said Marlon so so the Wayne brothers are replacing Paris Hilton and the uh, Nicole's what's her name uh wait Paris Hilton yeah you remember that they had a TV show oh the simple oh, simple Life. yeah Nicole Richie Nicole Richie yes, yeah so yes, maybe yes. they're taking their places <laughs> ah okay all right. I don't and know the, how, but yeah. <laughs> because even when they're dressed up as white chicks, they look horrifyingly ugly. But no one's not. No one says anything. But they're like, "No, that's definitely not you." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the comedy. Maybe we could keep the co- same comedy I'll, aspect. Definitely. How do we? I'm not good with comedy. That's the problem. Oh, uh, I mean, we still keep it funny. Like these two brothers are trying to like assimilate into this very preppy cultural neighborhood. But they don't belong there because they they never were there. So we're gonna make it so that they're always gonna be twenty four seven. These two characters. Yes, right? they never get out. They, they never, never get out. Like right. you see them, the like way. the face is melting off, and they quickly have to go to the bathroom <laughs> to to fix it up. So yeah, that's real face off mode. Then. Yes, like they 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 are these white chicks. Okay, and but does it look real or does it still look ridiculous? That's a good question. I think it still it, has to look ridiculous. I guess for comedy, but for a, a huge aspect of this is like they look off-putting, but people will like notice it, but they don't say anything about it for some reason. And Terry Q, Terry Crews is like extremely attracted right. to one of them. <laughs> uh, this is like one of his first movies roles out yeah, there, no, yeah. like before he really came out. That was great, great role. All right, then let's make it so that the face-off is literally just a face-off. Like in face-off, like they're able to. John Travolta looks like yeah, Nicolas yeah, yeah. Cage. Nicolas Cage looks like John Travolta. Yeah. But let's make it so that, like, I guess. Can this be a face-off sequel? <laughs> but a comedy? <laughs> White chicks. Uh, fa- uh, what face do you call off it? Face-off 2. Face-off Yes, it's a sequel. That No, it's settled. It's a sequel to Face-Off. Oh, okay. That's where we're going. All oh, right. my gosh. This is such a weird. <laughs> what else? All right. So, I, I guess. You know who I, the bad guy all along was? Nicholas Cage. He was still alive the whole time. He's still alive. He's still alive. Is Nicholas no John he, Travolta was a bad guy. No, no. Nicholas Cage was a bad guy. He was a, but he he looked like John Travolta. Are you sure? I, I am hundred percent. I'm pretty sure Nicholas Cage started off as the cop and then No, no, no. I am a hundred percent sure John sure? Travolta is the bad guy. I recently saw this. Are you sure? He's a bomb. He's a he's a yes, he was an assassin. He had the mustache and everything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not pretty look it. I'm pretty sure I saw. I thought Nicolas Cage was the cop, and then he no, became no. John Travolta. But John Travolta in the movie, Travolta was always. But they pretended like they. It, it's confusing. Yeah, like Travolta was himself, but then they always, you know, they acted like it was Cage. Yeah. So, it's, what else? Nicholas Cage. Wait. So, uh, hmm, okay. So, Terry Crews is still there. He's still attracted to these. 
Let's make it so that the it's, it sounds weird because it sounds like some Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff, like just like their face. No, it has to be the whole body, but it's the. But let's but. all right. So then let's make them still broad shouldered, but it's not like masks. They still got so it's literally, if you had to picture it, it'd be, just cut off Parasol or the Wilson sisters' head and put it on. The Wayne brothers. You see, he's the bad. I'm showing. I'm showing him a clip. Remember, he's the bad guy and grabs the lady's butt in a weird way. He's a bad guy. Are you sure? I'm a hundred percent sure. In the beginning of the movie, wasn't he the good guy? No, no. He was always uh, John Travolta was always the good. You remember this? <laughs> he shoots his son. Oh, you see, I'm right. Okay, sorry, audience. I had to. I had to. Oh my gosh, this is so gruesome. All right, so what happens, David? What happens? Wow. What happens? You uh, know what happens? Terry Crews is the police captain, and he ends up like he. He's he's a detective, but he knows the Wayne brothers, but he still falls in love with one of the sisters. <laughs> One of the sisters, like Paris Hilton or something. All right. And he still has like a white fetish kind of thing. And it's just like really interesting and weird. I think, yeah. It's and a then terrible where, where else is, how do we, how do we bring this? A gunfight in the end, everyone dies. And it, what, you know what happens? This is, this is all a dream of a coma patient, of a kid in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible pitch. Or how about, yeah, no, let's make it. What if it's just a dream of Terry Crews? Yeah, that's hilarious. He just wakes up in bed. A bed that's way too small for him. It's like, what What happened? That was a crazy dream. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Actually, that brings me back to like, um, have you seen Breaking Bad? You no, I've never seen Breaking Bad. So like, as soon as Breaking Bad ended, um, there's this like funny little clip that Brian Cranston came out with. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> where... The ending of Breaking Bad, it just happened to be Hal from uh, boy, uh Oh, from Malcolm, the, yeah. Malcolm in the middle. Uh-huh. He wakes up. That's hilarious. And he's just like, honey, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> that is really funny. I could see that happening. I mean, yeah, I think I'll give our pitch a green. I mean, to be honest, any other pitch could be a better movie than what came out of White Chicks. <laughs> All right. Yes, that was our that was pitch. a horrible pitch. That was, That's terrible. I would. Oh man, let's just leave it at face off to white chicks. And oh then, my gosh, I can't believe we just came up with that title. That's a, <laughs> oh man, Dave, we're like fifty minutes in. Do you have any uh, uh, quickly any news or anything that caught up? Um, no real crazy news or anything. You know, just same old movie, like mm -hmm. you know, movies that we're anticipating. Um, the game of the Game of Thrones. Um, guys were kicked out of watch um, directing a Star Wars movie. Actually, you're right about that. They actually, the did, they, did they get kicked out or did they they, they left? They but left. Right? I'm pretty sure. Like they, them leaving is the same way. Um, who directed um, the Fan Stick movie? The the one movie. The Fantastic Four movie with um, Michael B. Jordan. That was really bad. He was. True. I don't even know. That director was slated to direct one, but you know he had a whole out. He had an old outrun like. He hated that movie. He like trashed his apartment, like that, and all oh, that stuff. And like he like also that. left the project too. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Disney. Like, hey, like you, I, either you leave willingly or you get fired, and we'll put it out there. I see. I see. So, <laughs> so okay, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. 
actually they're also coming out so there was supposed to be in the vein of that there's supposed to be a pr- whole prequel, oh, yeah, prequel se- series it, for uh, game of thrones but, but i think they scrapped it and they're going with a different series now um, oh interesting where it's just about house targaryen that sounds more interesting-ish. Right, yeah. A little bit more specific. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, from the looks of it, sounds of it, it they might be just talk, end up talking about how the Targaryens came over and uh-huh. took over Westeros or something. Maybe the beginnings. More dragons and stuff like that. That, that, yeah, that could more, be cool. Yeah. That one I could de- get behind. I'm just surprised that they... Did they start filming for the? No, rifle? I think they're like in the they, talks they, and writing and stuff like that. Because they they had a cat like they casted some people. Oh, did they? I'm sure yeah. the cast was staying. They, I mean, like Han Solo, they cat they direct they pitched they filmed like half a movie and they got fired. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, what what's the guy's name? Oh, Ron Howard was. Wait, did he end up film? Because uh, I remember Ron Howard was he was supposed to direct it at one point, but I think he left. The Han Solo, the movie, it was originally directed by, um, the original directors were the same directors for um, Lego movies, but they got kicked out. Oh, like Chris Lord, something um, or... Like Lord Miller. Ah, uh, Lord, yes. Uh, really? They were? Yeah. Oh, There's a whole controversy. Like, they who, made it... who was the, ended up being the director? Uh, oh, it was Ron Howard then. He yeah. ended up directing it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind then. Because they were saying, like, oh, it was, like, delving too away from, what do you call it, the whole plot, and it was getting too funny, or whatever, there's a whole controversy. Uh, I Honestly, I like console a lot. It was interesting. It was a little I, bit dated, was, but, like, I felt like it was, like, a classic old like old school movie. I think it was good for the people who watched the first Star Wars, like, uh, New Hope. Yeah. yeah. It, it had a lot of, like, callbacks to yeah, like, yeah. things that you remember, like, from that. And, like, I mean, like, I think the only two issues about Han Solo was, like, the lighting was terrible. And like the feminist robot droid was kind of like not cliche, but kind of like annoying. It's just like, oh, like she's not really a character. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's like so flat. And yeah. All right, all right. I mean, yeah, David. I mean, we, I mean, we could talk for hours. Yeah, hours. But that's not longer. affecting our audience. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. But we'll uh, get into a little bit more actual 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 pitch next week yeah i think and, uh david you're leading next week yes i need to think about that yeah i'll be leading the week after and i'm gonna definitely do frozen because <laughs> frozen 2 is coming out like november 22nd i think and i really hate frozen number one the first movie oh uh, why i mean just uh just a little glimpse why why did you not like it what was the, big the villain was very dry the villain was um that prince guy i'm like no reason i'm I mean, Olaf, the- I hated Olaf so much. Like, <laughs> I've never wanted a character to die so much in my life. Who do you who do you hate more, Jar Jar Binks or Olaf? Jar Jar, uh, Olaf. Oh wow! I think Jar Jar Binks is an amazing character. <laughs> I honestly believe that. <laughs> what's his name? Who's it? Uh, George Lucas. Yeah. He had. He was gonna make. I'm one of those people that believes that he was gonna make Jar Jar Binks into a bad guy. To a Sith Lord, <laughs> but people were so crazy, so mad at Jar Jar Binks, he stopped it. Like, I honestly think he was supposed to be a surprise bad guy in the end. <laughs> there are these amazing, crazy theories out there where they believe because everyone, everyone was asking before the second, the newest Star Wars movie came out, I was like, Who's Snoke? and people were like, Yo, it's definitely Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I really don't, I still think it's Jar Jar Binks. Oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> 
<laughs> so David, where can where can they uh, find us or hear more about us, our so, audience? Uh, audience, if you guys can always uh, send us your thoughts to mm-hmm. drpitchit at gmail.com. Yeah. And, you know, send us your thoughts, any suggestions. Maybe you guys had better pitches for our uh, gauntlet today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys could always check us out at our Facebook and our Instagram. Yeah. Which are drp.repitch. Yeah. Shoot. Um, Give us a message. What's our tagline, Ian? What is it? Share, Share us, us. Rate us, us. Berate us. Yeah. Follow us and all that good stuff. Yes. we're also on reddit i forgot what our reddit name is but yeah <laughs> i mean if you have any questions any comments if you have a pitch for us like of our pitches today i mean we pull all these out of our butts and i think like half of them are pretty good oh yes yeah you know like if you guys have a repitch that you guys want to give yeah. we will definitely gladly read it out for audience. and hear it and i would yeah. love to berate them yes yes for <laughs> but, sure as david's been calling me all week I'm, i am a hater i live to hate sometimes <laughs> what was it what was it i was hating on this week uh i think we were, we were just talking about breaking i think we're talking about we're talking about game of thrones game, and, yeah it was just game of thrones yeah <laughs> and i was just hating i'm like yeah i loved it when I, how everyone like, most of the fans were disappointed about the last season <laughs> i'm like dave's like you're such a hater richard i'm like yep i am i mean i, mean, I can't argue with the fact no. that like the last season was terrible yeah. you know like well i am literally a grinch <laughs> sometimes yes i guess that's a better term for you the grinch <laughs> all right all right david Alright, so you know, all good things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Catch See you, you next time. See, catch you next time. Bye.